Hi, I'm Sonia. Hi, I'm Sapna. And this is Loudmouth Lurkies. kind of the intro of this whole podcast, we kind of talked about why we started this podcast and what we wanted to get out of this. And it's actually pretty funny because we actually kind of came up with this idea when we were in a car ride just discussing things as we do, such as how we can kind of change the system of mental health um, treatment and, and how we could kind of change the language and the culture surrounding mental health advocacy. And so there's actually this really funny meme that we came across, and it kind of makes fun of millennials, as um, millennials often have a meaning, meaningful conversation with friends, and then they say, you know, we should start a podcast. And it just really boils down to us being typical millennials and wanting to have everyone listen to us. But honestly, it was just something that we really connected with. But it wasn't until we went to this event a couple weeks ago that we were like, okay, we're actually going to go with this. Yeah, and I think it was a lot of talking to people who were kind of like us and who loved storytelling, who loved listening to other people's stories and learning from them. And and that's always been, like we said earlier, an integral part of growing up and, and just listening, hearing people talk and gaining something from their stories too that kind of inspired us to just propel, go forward with this podcast. Absolutely. So we actually went to this event called Are You Basharam Enough? And... There's a restaurant in SF or San Francisco for you non-Bay Area natives, <laughs> but um, it's called Beisharam, and it was having a relaunch. And one of the artists who designed, you know, the artwork for this restaurant was Hate Copy, and she is a artist who kind of plays on Lichtenstein and Warhol's artwork, um, but from a Desi perspective, mm-hmm. and does a lot of you know, they see commentary and would definitely recommend you guys check it out. She is so, so funny and so accurate. And we had the privilege of meeting her and getting to talk to her. And she was so personable, so kind, so cool. Oh my God. She was such a badass. (laughs) Like she was just the coolest person ever, but she was having a pop-up gallery right alongside, right alongside this relaunch of Beishram. So what is the word Beishram? It means, so sharam means uh, shame, and basharam means without shame or shameless. And when we went to this event, we were not really sure what to expect, yeah. aside from, you know, we're going to meet Hey Copy. <laughs> um, but she really does exemplify the intersection of Desi and Western influences. And we were like, okay, let's let's honor that. Yeah, so we decided that everything that we did from the way that we uh, made our hair and the way that we dressed and the way that we did our makeup, we wanted to really exemplify that intersection of being Desi and being Western and kind of finding our place in the middle. So what we wore to this event, we wore black jeans, we wore um, Desi tops, and then we wore jean jackets to kind of you know, stay in the middle and, and be that intersection, be that middle ground, because that is kind of what we're getting used to as we're growing up. Yeah, like we've always grown up wearing 
Indian clothes at Indian events and American clothes at American events. And we're like, you know, why do we have to separate the two? Mm -hmm. And I think that's even just a bigger part of us growing up and learning how to find the middle ground, you know, having a Desi name and making sure that people don't mispronounce it, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah. It's just so many, bringing Indian food to school for lunch. And there's just so many ways that we've learned to grow up finding the intersection of the two and now we decided to celebrate it and come dressed as both at (laughs) once yeah what is the worst pronunciation of your name you've ever gotten satna satna (laughs) i get satna very few times and i'm always happy when that's someone's first guess i've gotten sania sania sonia yeah it's it's tough and it's it's so funny because growing up it was is like a shameful sort of thing, you know? If someone wanted to pronounce our name wrong, we we let it happen. Yeah. (laughs) And it's only until recently that I think both of us got really comfortable with telling people, you know, that's not what my name's pronounced Mm -hmm. like. Um, And yeah, I think this whole event, just from the way that we dressed and the way that we appeared for this event was just making sure that we could celebrate both aspects of our cultures. Absolutely. So this event was honestly one of the coolest things I have ever been to. We enter this white pop-up gallery, right? And there is hate copies work all around. It's for sale. It's on the walls. There are Indian Western takes on everything. Everything. On on the food, on on the the cocktails, (laughs) literally everything. We had Bapuram with pesto. Yeah, and after the event, we also went and checked out the restaurant because, you know, this whole event was a (laughs) relaunch of this restaurant. And all the food was this beautiful combination of authentic Gujarati cuisine, something you can find in in an aunt's house or in your mom's house, and and also just mixing that with mild elements of Desi culture. Um, So, for example, we went to the restaurant. We had this incredible dagiwada. Oh, yeah. And um, for dessert, we had this uh, incredible Parley G cheesecake, which... Parley G, if you don't know, is this Indian biscuit that's kind of kind of famous, kind of a staple for children, adults growing up. Oh yeah, you dip that in your mom's chai and you're good to go. Yeah, and this <laughs> this Parley G crust, incredible cheesecake, incredible. We're remaking this. <laughs> Tina Patel, if you're listening, we're remaking it. We're gonna send you our our take on this. Yeah, and it was just it was just such an incredible event because it's everything that we were used to growing up, finding that beautiful in between of being both western and being both desi and then just having that play out in such a beautiful tangible way was so incredible so part of this event was you know of course eating the food seeing her artwork um and the second part of this event was a panel so it featured three amazing women and one fantastic moderator Mm -hmm. but hey copy was obviously on this panel and she really talked about how her career started out she talked about you know not doing the typical south asian career choice and how aunties would come up to her and be like you know when are you (laughs) kind of giving up on this little hobby of yours and starting your real career and she's like this is my real career yeah and that's actually how the name hate copy came up it's so funny because she was getting sick of her nine to five job and deciding that there were other things out there for her to do and there were other things that she was actually truly more passionate about um and so yeah that's kind of how she came up with Trust No Auntie. And it was this idea that people will always come and dissuade you from following your dreams, following your passions. But she decided, you know, I will 
take people's words and respect it. You know, a lot of people, when they hear trust no auntie, they think it's a disrespect sort of thing, but it, it really isn't. It's kind of just being comfortable with who you are and understanding that people have different perspectives. People will always have something to say. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Especially aunties. Especially they see aunties are always going to have something to say. And this is kind of where hate copy has really built her identity as an artist. She has not only done commentary on, you know, they see how just experience experience yeah, right yeah, yeah. like they see experience but also like they see norms mm-hmm. and kind of pushing those boundaries um and a lot of her art also just capitalizes oh, it's on that so iconic you know she is honestly like she has a, an advice column called digital digital dd um and dd means like older, older sister, sister and-, and she's become you know like for me at least she is my digital dd she's this person that I look up to, whether it be simply because of her artwork is absolutely fantastic, but also just her unapologetic self. Yeah, and like a beautiful, outspoken, loudmouth, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, she's like, <laughs> you know, she's she's Beishram. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what inspired us to go to this event. But there were also two other incredible women on the panel. So another woman that we were lucky to meet was Geetika Agarwal, who's a program director for La Cocina, which is a nonprofit that kind of works to solve problems of equity and business ownership for women, immigrants, and people of color. And so she kind of spoke about her experience getting involved with this nonprofit um, because she was interested in business. And specifically what she noticed is that there's a lot of disparity in how women, immigrants, people of color, kind of find their place in the business world and she spoke about how women are 33 percent of business owners but there's still such a huge disparity on how much women make you know they can make anywhere from 46 to 75 77 or so cents for every dollar their white male counterparts counterparts make and you know there's whole this whole aspect of intersectionality and so when she found someone like Hina Patel who we'll be talking about soon the the person who really started Basharam, the restaurant we went to, um, she was just really inspired on how an immigrant, a woman who might not have have been as young as you would have expected, you know, Mm -hmm. she still had a dream and the people at La Cocina wanted to kind of help her um, find this dream and amplify her voice. So the whole message and, and kind of mission of this of this nonprofit is to work on amplifying the voices of people who aren't typically heard and providing mentorship because, you know, social capital is big. And mm. when immigrants come to this country, it's, it's kind of hard to find your own. Yeah. You're really just starting a new life yeah. here. And that's something even we won't understand because our parents are immigrants, right? Yeah. So their parents definitely paved the way for us to be able to, you know, even be at the colleges that we're at. Yeah. And just, just being, used to that social capital and mm. and having that network from a young age was really valuable for us. So La Cocina does a great job of kind of offering that mentorship, offering that network for immigrants, women, people of color to kind of assimilate into the business culture because it, it really is tough. Absolutely. So Hina Patel is the amazing, amazing chef who started Beishram, the restaurant in San Francisco. And, you know, she's sitting there in this beautiful teal sari oh she looked so good she's 54 years old she's a Gujarati woman who immigrated to the U.S. you know with her husband and kids and she did not start cooking professionally until very late in her life which is not something that we see with 
successful business owners Mm -hmm. to begin with. But this woman, like, she's talking about this event, you know, it's called Are You Beishram Enough? And she kind of takes us back into how she came up with the name Beishram for her restaurant. And she, you know, she told off, essentially told off her in-laws because they weren't supportive and started this amazing journey to become the accredited chef that she is today. And it's, I think there was also a lot because she also kind of talked about how it was so ironic that women are often told, you know, your place is in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. You should go cook and, like, all of this stuff. And she kind of turned it completely on its head and said, yeah, like, I'm going to go into the mm-hmm. kitchen and make a damn good meal. And, and she's going to get <laughs> money for it. Yeah. She's, like, you know, she's securing the bag for what she's <laughs> passionate about. And it was great because, you know, this whole idea came out of memories She Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I want to recreate those memories of my childhood. And she turned cooking into this art form for herself. And I think that was another great thing about it. It's it's also just bringing in her experience of being an immigrant and just like leaving her home behind, leaving her culture behind, so much of that. And she decided she wanted to bring it. She wanted to give consumers and the the people who come to the restaurant that kind of feel of Mm -hmm. of being in your mom's kitchen and and having those authentic flavors that you don't get here um and she was actually talking about how many different ingredients she's had to try out and all these different styles of cooking because the ingredients are different the access to guys she uses (laughs) quinoa in guju cooking yeah let me know which auntie does this because it tastes so damn good yeah and I think it was just once again, that intersection of finding your place in the middle of Western and Desi culture and being able to use both to create something incredible. Yeah, and she posed us. Uh, she posed a question to us. It's like, are you Beisharam enough? And for her, it was all about finding, like, am I pushing the boundaries enough? Am I thinking outside the box enough? And it really comes back to this idea that in South Asian cultures, women are expected to have sharam or shame. We are, the word Beisharam is not used lightly. When it's said, it's usually directed at females. Yeah. And it's said in a very negative connotation. Mm -hmm. It's this idea that, you know, oh, she's being Beisharam. Like, don't talk to her. Don't associate with her. She's disrespecting her culture and her family. Mm -hmm. And Hina Patel is like, you know what? I'm going to take this idea and run with it. Why am I not proud of being Beishram? Yeah, and, and kind of just like flipping the narrative, you know? Like, I could be a woman in a kitchen, but I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm passionate about it, and I want to I wanna own this business. I want to be the person behind it all. Absolutely takes this patriarchal expectation of women cooking for the sake of, you know, <laughs> because it's their, their yeah. responsibility. And yeah. she was just like, no, like, if I'm going to do this, why don't I fall in love with it? Yeah. And I think that kind of goes back to, like Sonia was saying, the whole idea that girls, young women in Desi culture, even in American culture, even in other South Asian, mm-hmm. East Asian cultures, women are expected to be quiet. Women are expected to be submissive, demure, shy, speak only when spoken to. And this adds to so many other issues that... 
not only Desi culture has. <laughs> Trust me, a lot of other, other cultures experience the same thing. We're seeing this in American culture as well. But just understanding that people should not be encouraged to stay quiet. People should be encouraged to be bold, to be Beisharam, to be shameless, to... To be loudmouth like these. Yeah, exactly. And just, I think that was such a beautiful event. And and even just how they integrated hate copy and the whole, the whole kind of relaunch of this too. So hate copy's art is all over the restaurant. And um, Sonia and I took a picture in front of the wall um, because it was so beautiful. And just this picture of this really... Um, like fiery, feisty looking Daisy woman. Bad Beatty. <laughs> she was a bad Beatty. Um, also, shameless plug, you can see all these pictures on our Instagram. We'll link them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just seeing how, once again, this beautiful, beautiful combination of two cultures. And, and I think something that Hate Copy does incredibly well is just using art for activism. And oh, yeah. I think that's totally a new concept, too. Um, Especially in Desi and South Asian culture. Totally. Like, I don't I don't know about you, but growing up, I never saw any, let alone representation in media, because <laughs> yeah. that's been, like, such a, a hot topic today. But, like, yeah. I've, I had never seen Desi people, to begin with, that mm-hmm. were creating art for mm-hmm. the sake of creating art. Yeah. And... And it's it's social commentary, you yeah. know. It's, it's it was so great because you know art has always been used for activism to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, during World Wars, there are always pictures. There's photographers. There were paintings. There were so many different things that were used. There's music too, right? Yeah. To, to kind of highlight something bigger. But I think now, just because of our access to Instagram and to social media and to so many different platforms of art. I think it's become incredibly important to use art for activism and to use art to provoke and to inspire and to to use as a creative expression. And I think that was something so great that we also came to realization about. Honestly, like just not even just hate copy, but there mm-hmm. have been so many different artists that I've found within the past six months that are also within our age range, which totally. is the craziest thing to me. Um you know, things like Brown Girl Magazine have, mm-hmm. like, really done a great job on highlighting these amazing Desi creators and influencers. Um, and it's just the type of commentary that's being made. You know, it's things that we all think about. It's things that we all have experienced. Mm-hmm. But it's not something that we've shared on a vocal level. I think another thing about it, too, is... I've talked to this about I've talked about this to a few adults and they're always like you know like social media influencers mm. and, <laughs> and you know there's that whole thing um I think it's important yeah there are a lot of social media influencers who maybe should not have the spotlights that they're given <laughs> um but for the most part it's social media is such you know for better or for worse a platform to share ideas yeah and so when people are using it for good like how hate copy is is using it as a mechanism to kind of, you know, inspire people and get her word out there and show what they see women are able to accomplish and are able to do. I think that's really, really powerful. Um, And so it is kind of that new wave of using social justice for good and using uh, social media for good and, and just being able to try different mediums of expression. I mean, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, like I would not imagine have ma- making a podcast a couple <laughs> years ago, but Loudmouth Lurkey, like, we came up with this idea of, you know, 
I know I've always been told that I'm a very I've, I've definitely been <laughs> I've definitely been referred to by some aunties as Beisharam. I've definitely been referred to as a loudmouth. Um, and but we're gonna try to do what Hino Patel did. Yeah, like why not it. take that and run with it? Yeah. Why not just flip it on its head, like you said, and just honestly embrace this idea? Because what's wrong with me being a girl, me being a desi girl per se? And being so opinionated and, and loud and, and, and always having something to say. Because trust me, I've been told by my family and friends too, you know, always have something to say, which yeah. for better or for worse, you know, it's it's kind of me coming to terms with being Beishram, being bold, being out there, being a loudmouth. It's, it's all by the same regard. Yeah. But honestly, this event really did spark this inspiration and this I guess you could say movement for us. <laughs> yeah, but like totally. This, this really like this need for us to explore our own intersection of Desi culture and growing up in a Western society. Totally. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Loudmouth Like Beats. You can catch us next week on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Anchor. A huge shout out to ZHK Designs for our amazing logo and DJ Nupia for this bomb soundtrack. Feel free to follow us on Instagram at loudmouthlardkeys and shoot us an email at loudmouthlardkeys at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and we'll see you next week.